We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. singing during the song which was kind of annoying but whatever uh on the bottom of me we have our professional screw up alex toledo <laughs> look man i was in a good mood so brian did that brian just bothered me so much i mean i'm so happy we got this fix all the listeners have stayed through this audio disaster and it all works on the bottom left we have the producer extraordinaire alex solana what up? Oh my God! So for those of you who are gonna listen on the podcast, we spent what, guys? The last half hour, the last hour. How long? How long we've we been trying to fix this audio? The last hour, which yeah. which basically yeah. was like a whole pod. Yeah, I mean, basically, we've sat here for the duration of a podcast while uh, <laughs> while chat waited. Which, by the way, one hundred percent appreciate 
every like you guys staying there for this whole stream has been absolutely amazing brian if you could do me a favor could you tweet out another link that we're live and we're starting uh on on the twitter account if you could do that for me please uh, only 50 minutes late, but we're here. I want to thank everybody. Make sure to join our Discord server. Make sure to check out everything that we're doing on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. A lot of excellent things going on there. Uh, I don't even know where to start. By the way, shout out to Brian M., our stream producer who was working relentlessly to get this work in. Brian M., MVP of Heatbeat for the last six months. I mean, you are incredible. Uh, so shout out to Brian M. Shout out to everybody who stayed in the chat. So... We're going to get to your mailback questions in a second. Uh, I do want to talk some current events. There's a lot going on in the world of, of, of basketball and the NBA and everything. So I kind of, I don't know, Alex, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Houston Rocket meltdown and the James Harden rumors? Do you want to talk about how Boston is scrambling because Bam Adebayo took their soul and all of a sudden they need to retool their tomb to Bam? Do you want to talk about potential Gallinari odds from our sponsor Bet Online that says the Heat are the favorite to sign him? Do you want to talk a little draft? Where do you want us to start? I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the floor is yours. Me? To borrow from five on the floor. Yeah. Me you can also hear Alex. Alex on five on the floor. I'm contractually obligated to say that Alex is also on five on the floor. <laughs> that's true. That is part of the contract. That is part uh, of the contract. Y'all are laughing. But that's can we talk about the next-gen consoles? No, we're not yeah. talking about games now, Brian. Do that on your own time. Where do you want to start, Alex? Uh, I mean, there's so many angles, man. I think for me, because we've done so much hard and stuff in the past couple of days on Twitter, I kind of want to – Take a little pause on that and just be petty about the Celtics for a second and how we sent them into scramble mode because they had no idea what to do with Bam Adebayo. I saw that's the biggest rumor. Is, I don't even know if it's a rumor. It's just like a hot take. But somebody said that they would flip Kemble Walker, whatever picks that they have, to go get Drew Holiday and then somehow magically get Miles Turner. Yeah, no, because they're flipping Hayward, Hayward too. So Yeah, you flip so Hayward. They would, they would flip Hayward and Kemba? For Miles yeah. Turner and Drew Holiday, yes. Yeah. Well, that means that that makes him. <laughs> you're laughing, but I think that makes him a lot better. I mean, in the playoffs last season, the reason why Miami was able to kind of attack their offense late was, you know, you kind of force Kemba Walker in some pick and rolls. You kind of force some switches. You attack. He's an easy man to pick on. And I mean, honestly, if we're being honest, the Heat, as scared as I was of a guy who can pull up. Uh, and pick and roll. I mean, that just did not bother them. I mean, they, yeah, that, the they, Heat they don't have... Just, it would just be Jason Tatum as your only pull-up threat. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, but... then they got diminishing returns from Kemba. Like, yeah, I th think they, they they probably wanted more out of him. They probably expected him to be like a, you know, 25, 23 points a game guy during the playoffs. And, you know, the zone kind of took him out. And it's like, if he isn't really giving you that type of, you know, type B, tier two, all-star production then he's just kind of a sore spot for you on defense. He's going to be an easy spot that teams are going to pick at. And then, you know, again, Tice got completely outplayed. And now they're looking at Miles Turner. And by the way, if they had any type of research, they would know that's not the move. If you're trying yeah, to stop Bam out of bio, don't bring Miles Turner. Like, what are you doing? You're just going to motivate him to go even crazier on the Celtics. Like, <laughs> If you thought yeah, what Bam did, Daniel Tice was, was bad, Woohoo! wait till you see what he does on Miles Turner in a Celtics uniform. <laughs> That's so funny, Brian, because I was texting with our friend Kev and, you know, he was like, oh, if the Celtics get this, they're, they're the favorites. And I go, you know what? I, I partially kind of agree with you. I really like, but that's, you know, Alex, like that's the basketball hipster in me. You know, they got a lot of switchy <laughs> defenders, a shooting big. And I was like, oh, wow. Ooh, ooh. It's yeah, exciting and, stuff. And nobody gets you a basket at the late end of the game. But yeah, like that's, I the, but 
to me, the funny thing is, is that this is clearly in response to what the Heat did to them. Like, the Heat are having these other teams in the Eastern So, for everybody who says, like, all these pundits around the league are like, oh, what the Heat did in the bubble is not that real. I mean, there are there are legitimately good franchises that are responding to what happened in the playoffs. Because I mean, they the know that. Celtics, that, both that of playoff basketball the was right real. Now, trying to make moves. That playoff basketball was real. Like, that, that was all X's and O's adjustment. I mean, like, maybe there wasn't a home crowd and that factors in a little bit. But, I mean... These smart teams that have been good and at the top of the conference clearly are reacting to this in a way that would suggest that they take it seriously. So maybe like everybody else would kind of take it seriously too. Like, it's just funny that, that the Heat are once again in the position, Solana, that other teams are chasing them around. And I, I'm, I fucking love it. I'm so here for this. Well, the Celtics more than the Bucks. I think the Bucks just realize like they just don't have enough, and if they don't get enough, Giannis is gone. So I think it's more it's more the Celtics clearly are reshaping or retooling or whatever the whatever the fuck you want to call it because of what the Heat did because of how Bam dominated them. Especially that end of that game six. I mean, like that must have been so demoralizing if you're a Boston fan. Like you're watching this guy Bam. You're up, right? You're up in game six, and you're thinking, all right, we're about to force a game seven. You know, we have the momentum on our side. We've we've led a lot of these games. A lot of the one of the games ended with a play at the rim. Blah blah blah. And Bam took over in a way that he just he made Daniel Tice look like he did not belong on the floor with him. And the Celtics had no answers. And also the. I don't think the Kemba Walker stuff is small at all. I mean, Jimmy Butler just absolutely bullied that guy. And Goran, too, by the way. Like, that one of those, I think it was the third quarter of game five, even though the Heat didn't win that game. What did Goran have, like, 18 points in the quarter, right? When all their offenses didn't work? Like, Goran's just bullying Kemba Walker. Goran, the right? It's not like. The Celtics. The Heat cooked yeah, the like, Celtics. Absolutely yeah. cooked them. And, no, that's not what I said. What'd you say? <laughs> cooked. <laughs> I'm like, you're on the PG version. Between Kemba, Tice, and, and Hayward, all those guys, man, they all got dominated. And then you look at Tatum, the guy who was supposed to be better than Jimmy. Oh, my God. They're, oh, not, getting rid of, they're, they're not getting rid of Kemba, though, right? Like, I think that's just chatter. I don't think they're actually going to get rid of Kemba or Flip. I, see, I think I if they the really did, if they did, I'd laugh my ass off, man. Yeah. No, I see the, the only guy that scares me on that team. I, I, I don't think they should they're in danger. trade him. But if you trade him for Drew... That makes it so much harder to go at them. Like, I think it's like Yo! good luck creating offense versus them. Man. It kind of reminds me of tough. Houston where you're flipping a, right. a great player yeah, for like a less great player, right? And you're also probably giving stuff as well to New Orleans, right? Because New Orleans has a lot of leverage in that situation. Uh, so, like. They would still have smart it, too. Like, that is a nasty no, yeah. defensive core. No, oh. they're going to be good. But I think that their offense is going to be a little worse. And if Tatum doesn't take another leap with a capital L, it's going to be difficult for them to score in the clutch. Uh, you know, because you're really you're really taking away they one of their ball handlers. Yeah, they, 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 and they're gonna they're gonna be out some shooting. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna put another guy on the floor who can't shoot that well. Miles Turner is a good shooter, but you know, I don't know. It's it's yet to be seen. And, and Hayward's good for them, so I I I think that that's a move that that you run some. I think the Hayward move has less risk to it than the Kemba move, but I mean, I just think that's funny. I was listening to Zach Lowe today and uh, they were talking on his podcast about, uh, they were talking about getting Russell Westbrook on the magic. Right. And I thought, I thought that conversation was a little funny because his guest on from the ringer, Kevin was Kevin Pelton. I think it is uh, said, you know, Oh, if, if he's a big Orlando magic fan and he said, you know, if we get, if we get Russ, that's like, get That is like, we are going to get our Jimmy Butler. And he phrased it that way. And I thought that was really interesting that, you know, that that teams are going to like fan bases and teams are looking to replicate 
what the Heat did. Oh, we need to get our Jimmy Butler, our our upset, disgruntled star that maybe is a little underrated and has some attitude issues, like quote unquote, right? And we're gonna put him into this culture, and he's gonna take us. He's gonna overachieve, right? And I think that's funny for a lot of reasons. One, because it just, I mean. Let's talk about what a year does to the narrative of the Heat after they were sitting on those contracts of Deion Waiters and James Johnson and all that. And Zach Lowe said they had the bleakest output in the league and all. You know, we, we've gone over all this cold takes, exposed conversation and all that, blah, blah, blah. But to go from that to other teams like fucking one, but one's scared of them. And then number two is like, well, other all the bad teams are like, well, how can we do that? It's fucking funny. It's funny. They were. It's funny, and they were. They were treading water, going into the lockout, the the the, the bubble lockdown, whatever. They're losing to Charlotte at home. It looked bad. Uh, they had traded their young piece that we fell in love with for you know, old guys, right? And, and everybody's copying them, and everyone's scared of them. It's just fucking great. So, so the only thing that Orlando's missing in his picture, besides good shooting, is culture. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's the you, thing. You, it's you, fool's gold. Like, Westbrook is not going to turn around the magic the way Jimmy did. It's just, like, you actually need other talent on there. Like, I don't know if, like, I guess Westbrook and Vucevic get you the A seed, right? Like, those are two good players outside you know, of that. Like, already, and, Evan, and Evan Fournier. No, don't Jonathan Evan Fournier. <laughs> don't forget Evan Fournier. Don't, don't sleep on Dungu. It's just funny. It's just, I, I'm just Poor laughing. Markel Fultz. <laughs> I think Jonathan Isaac's out no, for he, the whole year I think still. he was in the proposed trade. I think it was it was Fultz and uh, again, Isaac. poor Marco Fultz. Fultz, Aaron Gordon, and like I think a, a pick or Orlando's pick or whatever for Westbrook. Damn. And like yeah, don't send Fultz to a team owned by Tom Fertitta, please. Like don't we can't we can't. I mean Orlando, Orlando, and Houston are are owned by two like you know to, between Fertitta and the Devos family. Oh God, <laughs> I mean, no, they might I, be Brian, anything on that. Do. <laughs> Brian Orlando Insider. I, I actually would like to see Russ Westbrook here. Just because I, I it'd be fun to watch him play live. Like if they played the Heat, it's better than watching Evan Fournier. We have no interest in Westbrook here, right? No. No. That was last year. Like none. I, I, and we, let me we've moved I'm gonna ask you something in a vacuum. I'm gonna ask Alex and Solana in a vacuum. It's yes or no. With let's say just a straight up trade, forget money and salary cap. Would you rather have Dragic or Westbrook? Dragic. Uh, Solana? Wow. You have to fucking think about it. That's insane. Westbrook to me. is a better player. I would rather have Dragic. Dragic. Yeah, I, I would too. I I'm with Alex. But but I want to know I want to know how Dragic is going to heal from that injury like yeah, be, before before I make that decision because if Dragic isn't going Chat to be the Dragic. Dragic we saw pre the injury that it's easy to say Dragic like it's easy but also the gutsy thing I, don't, I, 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 I think I, I think I think we're, we're really down on Westbrook and by the way I don't want Westbrook here like I, I'm, I'm just trying to make the argument there's a lot of reasons I, I think, why we wouldn't want Westbrook yet right no there's a lot of reasons also because the last we saw Westbrook he, uh, Westbrook he was a shell of himself coming off of injury he tried to rush himself back from an injury and he was playing alongside arguably the worst teammate in the NBA so I think it's easy for all of us right now to say no, Dragic, but man, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's that, like, Alex answered that real quickly, and I don't think it's it should be that that quick of an answer. I'm usually long-winded, so I try to change it up for, for, for once. But at the end of the day, like, I look at Westbrook as somebody who's closer to a top 45 player than a top 25 player. So, like, I still think he's good. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, I look, don't. I think I there's don't. a lot of really good talent in the league, and I don't think that's a bad Jesus thing. Like, Christ. Look, what I will say, though, is they tap Westbrook into or, something Westbrook in the regular or season. Westbrook Kyrie Irving. Westbrook or Kyrie Irving? Kyrie, come on. Westbrook or Kyle Lowry? 
Lowry. 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 Yeah. Westbrook or Van Vliet? Westbrook. I think I take Westbrook. Back. I don't know why I I'm think, thinking so long. But that's that's based. I on because no, because no, like because like Fred can defend and he could he could bomb threes and stuff like that. So it's just it's I I I just think it's funny for you to say that and it maybe it sounds ass. I mean it, I mean Westbrook's still Westbrook. You know what I mean? Like Westbrook is to, still good, man. He's just not a top ten, top twenty player. He looked anymore. great he's this season. He looked as good as he's ever looked. That's what I was gonna say. During the regular season, they tapped into something. He looked awesome like i think that the whole strategy i I think that's why kind of low-key something that i haven't actually said that i think it's it's stupid for them to give up right now like (laughs) i think that they had something aren't the rockets aren't giving up like i think it's westbrook giving up i don't think he likes that fit i don't think anybody likes playing alongside harden hey maybe not i'm just saying westbrook honestly looks like maybe the best version of himself that's the report from shams when you said the worst teammate, uh, Solana, I was wondering if you meant Westbrook or Harden or Oladipo, <laughs> for that matter. I, I don't, I like don't think Hassan Westbrook on the team. Or? I don't think Westbrook is a bad teammate in terms of like off the court or whatever, like chemistry wise. Uh, I, I think Harden just everything uh, on the court. He's a terrible teammate because all he wants to do is run isolation plays, and like there appears to clearly be like a chemistry issue too. Like with CP3, couldn't get along. With Westbrook, couldn't get along. No, uh, this Westbrook's not a they can't get along thing. I, they're 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 friends. I don't think that. I think the people that are upset is like uh, Austin Rivers saying that that you know Austin moved <laughs> yeah, and he, that's why Daniel James House. Harden missed a free throw. Yeah, then PJ Tucker <laughs> bitching about his contract. I mean, just the 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 hey, implosion hold on, hold on, hold on. over there. PJ Tucker deserves to bitch about his contract. No, he does absolutely, but he's also thirty five. You know, they, so exactly. Like, they got him out there guarding Anthony yeah, Davis on a full time basis. Those, I know. They, they totally underpaid him, man. Honestly, like that's something player. that PJ Tucker should take up with his agent. Like, let's be honest. But but it's 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 just it's just funny to see them implode and 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 like. So I, I speaking of implosions, that Victor Oladipo report recently was really funny. Where today, Victor Oladipo hey, that was today, that was today, today. Well, wow, time moves fast. Allegedly, uh, in the middle of them losing in the playoffs to the Heat, Oladipo was openly asking, "He's like, yo, can I uh?" I don't think it can was I the play playoffs. With, it was just during. Can I play season. with y'all during the season? Which, what, sometime during the season. It wasn't the playoffs because the Knicks were involved. Yeah, the Knicks. Were uh, whatever. Yeah, but he was asking in front of teammates if he could. Play, if, oh, yo, can I? Can I play with y'all? Which is just, which so is hysterical. Funny. It would, uh, it would make sense given information that we've heard of maybe the Heat aren't so hot on him, and maybe Jimmy's not so hot on him. That's so here. lame, man. Victor denies it, but then the reporter who reported it said, "Well, I reached out to Victor Oladipo." And uh, for two weeks, he did not respond or defend himself. So what am I supposed to do? So just some clarification. Like, so Victor may deny it, but a reporter did do due diligence to try to uh, to try to see what happened. Yeah, so I, fishy, that, that's did, really Did fun. you see everything that happened with, uh, what was it, Oladipo's sister and Miles Turner on Twitter today? Where no, what happened? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so apparently I don't have it right in front of me. But basically, you know, they were kind of trying to figure out, oh, who leaked that about uh, Oladipo. And they said... <laughs> Probably Miles Turner. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw, I saw that about Old Depot's sister. Yeah. yeah that was and he replied to it. I don't remember what he said, but it was like, oh, you know, we're doing that or, you know, something to that effect. So I, there's, got, some, there's something going on we, there. We got an, sure. a, um, Ashley Nicole Moss at Ash Nicole Moss on Twitter um, reported today saying that per my conversation with a current Heat player um, who asked to remain anonymous. She says, I can confirm reports of Victor Oladipo inquiring about playing with the team after the Pacers' elimination in Game 4. The player, added that he, the player added that he believes Oladipo was just joking It was trying to soften the blow of a playoff elimination while giving props to the Heat's performance. 
currently the Heat, the team is not pursuing him. That's not. That's definitely not a joke you make though. Like right after you get swept, like yo, pick me up. <laughs> that's right. They got swept too. <laughs> yeah, like that's. I mean, like that's a joke you make through text with Bam after the game, but like on the court, like yes, yo, pick, thank you. pick me up, pick me up. I don't want like, him anymore. Honestly, oh I, yeah, I, I'm not having yes. fun anymore. Pick me I up. I agree. I've been so in on Oladipo, and that just gave me such a sour why? taste in my Wait, mouth. Wait, why? Why are you in on Oladipo though? Why? I mean, I've been in on the idea of trading for him. You know, at kind of like a lower price package, just for the idea of you know maybe being able to get like a high ceiling, you know, type of thing. But at the end of the Does day, he... like I think if you could get him for none, number twenty Olenek, it's not a terrible deal, but. Now it's this 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 is this is like really important to me right here. Like this is like, I mean, look, Ethan heard that uh, Jimmy and the Heat kind of soured on him, so I would not be surprised if this is a reason why. I mean, he we looked, don't know that for sure, but he he didn't look good, right? Like in that series, I, I get he was injured or whatever, but he just didn't. I look I thought good. he looked better than the regular season. Yeah, because he did he, look better than regular season. Still wasn't his old self. No. He's definitely not worthy of a max. But it's he, tough. You're you're really buying low on a guy that he had a one one and a half really good seasons, and the rest have been kind of empty promises. But at the end of the day, like I think that's kind of an overstated point because, like, look at the context from before he got to Indiana. Like, he played in Orlando, who we were just talking about. It's just like a, you know, dead end, you know, Sacramento East situation. And then you Sacramento go to Sacramento East, and then the other wow. player we were just talking at about, at least they Russell can make Westbrook. the playoffs. Look, whatever. Yeah, sure. in the yeah, East, sure. in the East. Oh, yeah. Counts. Well, there you go. But and then the they other guy we were Milwaukee talking about in game one. That True. counts for something. They're kings of game one. Let's keep going out. Yeah, that's that's what they went to the playoffs for. You get one game of, you know, one extra game oh, of yeah, revenue. They beat Toronto too. I mean, my bad. Five extra games of revenue since you don't, they don't usually make it. But uh, <laughs> but the other guy that we were talking about was Westbrook. Man, all the people went over there and ended up playing with Westbrook and and you know just a regular OKC clogged offense where I just think like he was never set up to to succeed in those first few years. And he was clearly really talented in those first few years. Like, I think he was up and down for sure. I think Indiana, he put it together and now he's just suffering from injuries. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be that guy once he, once he does get healthy, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's 80% of that guy. Think, you know think of how, think of how underwhelming it'll be though, when all these names are getting tossed around Harden, Westbrook, and I, I get Westbrook, we don't want him, but Andre Kumpo, Bradley Beal, Donovan Mitchell, like all these names that are being thrown around the league with ties to Miami and you end up with, Oladipo. is well, the only one that costs significantly less than all those other guys you mentioned. Though. And by the way, I, and that was just before, like, you know, all these other names popped up. It seems like the Heat are actually in position to land one of Harden or Giannis for the next year. So that obviously right. changes things. But uh, I, I just don't think, I don't think Oladipo makes you, like, I don't think the jump you need to make to beat the Lakers, I don't think Oladipo gives you enough. I, I don't, well, I, I just don't Oladipo think he does. And a, I think the better and big I man think... in the in free agency, like something like that. But yeah, no, to Alex's point, I mean, like, I think a big thing with them, especially for the regular season, is you need a guy that can defend point guards because they don't really have that, right? So you just can't get, you know, torched by Charlotte. Well, the people did a really good job on defense in the playoffs. Now you got to you gotta defend him. Kyrie Irving as well. So let's say the Celtics keep Kemba Walker. And then and now whoever, you got Kyrie. Whoever the you know, Bucks Lowry's acquire. Still, you know, even if even if Fred Van Vliet leaves the Raptors, you know, you're still, they're probably going to be a lower-seeded playoff team. You know, you're going to have to probably face Lowry. Like, you know, there's going to be guys that are going to be tough for them. To defend the the, the the conference is going to be littered with point guards. The other thing I kind of want to talk about, which I think is really interesting, is Chris Paul. Not that it pertains to the Heat directly, but there's a lot of indirect effects to Chris Paul, right? So, you know, there were some rumors about him going to the um to the Bucks, right? How how good of a fit that would be, and honestly, like CP3 on the Bucks, 100% makes him a contender. Uh, right now, like they're that is terrifying to me. They'd be they'd be the overwhelming title favorites. You know, with Chris Paul, I mean, he's. It'll be he, finals he was, favorites for sure. 
as far I, as I mean, getting I, that. I, I think I think bearing a miracle, I mean, like this is not much another team can do, especially if Chris Paul's having the season that he had last year next to Giannis. I mean, Eric Bledsoe, you know, Chris Paul's not as good as a defender as Eric Bledsoe, but he's still really good. He oh can do a God, lot of similar. It's such an upgrade. Yeah. Oh, it's it's incredible. And you know, if they just flip Eric Bledsoe and some stuff, right, and they can keep Middleton and all that, like it's it's terrifying. Phoenix has emerged as a potential landing spot for Chris Paul. And if they're really aggressive and if they can give Oklahoma city what they want and they're, they have some young players that they can flip. They have stuff, right? Phoenix Suns have a lot of stuff and getting Chris Paul away from Milwaukee and just out of their conference in general is huge yeah. for the heat. James Jones, James Jones, baby. Let's James go. James Jones, heat lifer. AJ. <laughs> He took one for the team. Pat said, hold on. We can't let Chris Paul go to the Bucks." I mean, all of this just, it's like a light bulb just went off in my head. He it's so James Jones, someone, come on. Heat. If they, if. You if want your point guard, can... right? There you go. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like the fit in Phoenix is great. I mean, they can move Ricky Rubio on draft night very easily. I, mean, so, I think so Rubio is in that deal because he's expiring. I think Rubio, Oubre, uh, yeah, that, that's and another like a pick thing. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rubio you, you, and then you Kelly can, Oubre. You could send. Would he probably be the name piece to actually be Kelly Oubre? Pick. A lot of draft equity. You can send young players. You can send expiring contracts. You can send Oklahoma City a bunch of stuff for Chris Paul. And, yep. and like, by the way, you know, it's kind of not that this is an Oklahoma City Thunder show, but like, shout out to Sam Presti. Like, Zach Lowe was talking about this on his pod, how he flipped, the, he flipped Serge Ibaka, mm-hmm. right? So if you really go down the rabbit hole of everything that was moved, he flipped Serge Ibaka for Oladipo and Sabonis and then Oladipo and Sabonis became Paul George and now Paul George became Shea Gilders Alexander and five first round picks like <laughs> that's Patriots shit. that's what like the Patriots yeah. do it's just like you gotta go back and you're like damn it Baca got him all that and Gallimari and, and the Magic are the eighth seed and whatever they flip Gallo for because I'm sure that even if they try, sign and trade Gallo they'll get stuff I mean it's just it's, it's pretty incredible I mean like mm-hmm. it yeah, so April. He should have so, won. Yeah, he should have won executive of the year. I mean, for hundred percent. Who won? I mean, was I don't know. I, I I guess that's too much. Uh, too much of what we hate as far as Wait, is that basketball hipster? Is that yeah. too basketball hipster? Basketball hipster and just the whole acid thing. Like, yeah, this guy's think... executive of the year because he got f- seven first round picks. I think he did, didn't he? No, no, I don't think so. I think the the Clippers executive did right. Oh yeah, you're right. Or the Lakers executive. Or no, Palink did. Palink oh no, 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 no. Yeah, Palink. it was Lawrence Frank. It was Lawrence Frank. Yeah. Oh, that's Woj's guy. Yo, Woj's is a propaganda machine for Lawrence Frank. It's amazing. I just think that's funny. All right, moving on. Um, so yeah. Can the, we the talk Chris, about the... the Chad Johnson tweet from last night? <laughs> Brian, what happened with Chad Johnson? I don't know what happened. So Chad Johnson went on like this really weird tweeting spree at twelve, like past. Who's Chad Johnson? Chad Ocho Cinco. Sorry. Ocho. Oh, okay, okay. Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Funny that former Dolphin. Yeah, former Dolphin. You, you didn't even play a regular season game. He played like two practice. Didn't he get in trouble for something? Never mind. No, no, no. That's not him. Yeah, no, no. It is. No, is it, it? Is, it is. Yeah. No, his, uh, his, uh, I think, ex wife now. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I think you're thinking Continue. of Brandon Marshall. He was the one that got stabbed by his wife. Wait, what? No, but, but Ocho didn't. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Keep Dolphin. going. I'm sorry. I Dolphins are good, by the way. Go Dolphins. Um, after conversing with Jimmy Butler, we are making a huge splash via trade, but I'm sworn to secrecy, but I'm excited for my Miami Heat this upcoming season. He's doing the Leif by just tweeting out eye emojis. Don't fall for it. Wait, Leif didn't do that. No, that's Christian did. That's Christian. That's Heat, that's that's heat beat right there. Uh, but that's possible. That's... The eyeball, that's... by the way, chat, eyeball emojis always mean something. Now, maybe we can't tell you because we don't have all the 
informational pieces. Maybe it's big, not, maybe or, it's small. Or we're not allowed to actually when, share anything. Or we're not allowed to share from but like when there are eyeballs tweeted or when there's a wow tweeted. Something's right? happening. Chats, there's there's stuff. Booming. There's our stuff. Something's happening. You know, you know, there's stuff. You know, are we comfortable reporting it? Not really. But you know, we hear stuff. That's how it comes up. So Chad, uh, Chad Ozzosico says it's like breadcrumbs. And then, yeah. uh, and then, like following that, like minutes later, he posts a tweet of of a killer whale in the ocean. <laughs> he's he's one of us. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere right now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply only valid through September 30th. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at the game this year, but you will be on in the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you the most options to wager than anyone else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And uh, and before that, he says, I can make this happen in a, in a quote response to HeatNation.com, which is a picture of James Harden in a Miami Heat jersey. Shout out Drew Star on Twitter, by the way, who pointed out that they're yeah. both Adidas guys. They're both Adidas um, ambassadors. Would you remember sa- when he if- when Ocho Cinco was going to make Beal happen? <laughs> oh, that's right. Still might. Still might. That was nerd tweet. I also, night. I also have some inside info on Ocho. Oh, oh. So that was all happening last night, right? When he tweeted all that. Yeah. Yeah. I also happen to know through a source. That uh, that Ocho was recording the podcast that he has been on with Brandon Marshall while these tweets were sent. So, he was on with Crowder, right? Right. So I know I I don't I don't know <laughs> way anything. Out, way about, to out the source. Yeah. So I don't I don't know anything. They I don't know anything about, about it. There was a picture of Crowder there. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know anything about uh, uh about his conversations with Jimmy, but I do know that alcohol is involved in the taping of I Am Athlete, and if Ocho 
you mix ocho alcohol and heat tweets i mean that's that's all that's all it's I'm basically saying us so. it's it's us it's right, us right right okay i like what you're doing though you're giving us good context yeah. you're painting yeah, yeah. the picture painting the picture i, I mean i'm i i love ocho but i i also know what happens at these i am athlete tapings <gasps> because i work closely with somebody who's involved in it and I, good I, information man do you want to retract I, the i love ocho Nah, I love Ocho. I like, okay. I like Ocho. Okay, I like Ocho. I like Ocho. Okay. What are you saying, Brian? Ocho. Is that um, controversial? Yeah, I don't know. Pokey, I mean, I don't know. Pokey sticks on our on our chat saying, didn't Ocho sink also foreshadow Jimmy coming to Miami? Yes, he did. I, listen, Ocho's plugged in. Ocho, Ocho's as plugged in as, as anybody. So, <laughs> you know, it's just eyeball emoji. Would y'all be willing to sacrifice a shot at Giannis for James Harden? Now that's the question, isn't it? Now, I think yeah, I think this is We should have led the show with this. I gotta be honest with you. That this should have been put the, it up, the leader. You put it up to me. I don't know why you did that. You I don't know, yeah. Be and to be honest with Boston you, when you gave me that option. I was discombobulated because of everything that happened prior that nothing worked. I, I was I was arrested. Listen, we got here eventually. Um you know, we we've heard things. Uh you know, there have been reports, there have been rumblings. We've heard they things. Talk, we've, they, they talked at the bubble, and I can share this because Lates tweeted us at Chef Truly on the timeline. <laughs> um, oh, but yes, he they, they, the Heat definitely did talk. Not the Heat, like like Jimmy Harden and Bam. And Bam. Yeah. I mean, sorry, yeah, Jimmy and Bam talked with and Harden. worked out with Harden. Yeah, but I'm not even saying Harden. I'm saying I'm saying some of the Giannis stuff. Like you know, there's been oh. there've been talks oh yeah, about... we got, we got we, there's Giannis stuff we can't say, but. Yeah, it, it you know, looks like he, he we have, people have reason to believe that you know stuff stuff could look pretty good. We're not sure, but you know, there's people that think that you know he'd have a pretty good shot out here. Uh, I mean, so, hold, but why are you guys? Why are you guys like? There's somebody who already went on the record and said this. Who? Right? Like, Ash, like Ashley Nichols. Right? Ash. Ash. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm she, forgetting her. By her the way, name, but she said she said that Giannis has an apartment down here, and she's heard, according to a source, that he would be willing to sign a long-term deal down here, right? Isn't that, isn't that what she tweeted last week? Yeah, and yeah, everybody on he tweeted. And, right, and so we don't have to... And he wouldn't sign a long-term deal and go and say, which... Brian, what's wrong curious. with you? Why are you moving back and forth like that? Are you okay? <laughs> like Stevie Wonder. What the fuck? Uh, are you malfunctioning? Uh, uh, he's thinking of Westbrook and the magic. What the fuck is this? He's just excited. <laughs> you look like... About, what's, what's wrong with you? I forget we're on. Stay still. Guys, I mean, Giancarlo, I mean, we we should all be on on Brian's level right now. We went through four years of Hassan and, you know, Josh Richardson being like your second best player. And now we're like, yeah, which which one do you choose, Harden or Giannis? (laughs) (laughs) Do we give up our two white guys for for Harden? Yes or no? Oh, we have to keep Duncan, man. Oh, my God. That is so funny. That's Alex. You're so fucking right. Can I uh can I just Wait, jump the gun here? Who's a better backcourt? Is it Harden and Duncan or is it Steph and Clay? Westbrook so. and Hero and Houston. Which is at Solana? What you got? I was just gonna say like I, for as much as everybody likes to talk about Harden not having the culture, not having the right fit, isolation ball, ugly play. I'm sorry, man. The way I look at it, if if you're if you are Pat Riley, we all know how Riley thinks, and you can pair um, James Harden, Bam, and Jimmy tomorrow. You do it. Like that's 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 the way I process all of this. Pat Riley is not missing the opportunity tomorrow to pair those three guys. That's the way I look at it. So when everybody's talking about the fit doesn't work, he doesn't have culture. Okay, like Riley doesn't give a fuck. He's he'll, he'll pair that three. That that's the best. That's the best. That's trio talent, great basketball fit. Like tantalizing. 
the that's talent the best trio in the NBA, right? And and I'm I'm not even looking at it as a fan. I'm just looking at it as how we know Pat Riley, the Godfather, operates. Imagine he what sees, Spo would do with Harden. Jimmy Butler would be the third best player on the team. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. It's fucking We're wild. Back. We're back. This had the greatest final. We arguably the greatest finals game we've ever seen twice. Culture. <laughs> and he's Spo the third the, best player. Spo is going to rise up the ranks even more of the coaching hall of fame once he gets hard in the ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did the How impossible. Much, I have a question, Alex. How much you know slander you know do what? we have to delete if the Heat get Harden? Oh, a lot. Honestly, oh, we should all leave God. it there. We should if all Harden leave it wins there. finals MVP. Where does where does that rank in the weight conversation? Ah no, there's another. There are angles to this. There's level. Alex is like, no, fuck it. Titles. <laughs> oh titles, my god, baby. that's that's so true. Fuck, we're so petty, so Brian. Where's petty? And part of the reason why I don't like Harden is because of the Wade comps. Wade might have to no, unretire to get his another ring. That's fault, though. It's not yeah, his but fault. We're trading. We're getting Harden for Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, not Dwayne Wade. So I think that's <laughs> like this is this this is such a like. I mean, if that if saying, that becomes available, this is a prime opportunity for like a. You know, perennial five year in a row MVP runner up. I mean, is he what like what a top ten scorer ever? Top five scorer ever? Harden? Yeah. Not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. That's for damn sure. But uh, isn't like, isn't Harden the? Wait, hold on. Like my crazy. He might be like, number one. He might be. The bet just score, just pure score. If we're just I talking. Mean, I mean, if we're not talking playoffs, then he's there. Katie. But yeah, yeah. Katie. But Harden's up there, man. KD, KD LeBron, and Jordan. System. Let him isolate five out. I guarantee you, KD would just be fucking tormenting people for fifty a game. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah, and that's K- the, I mean, that's I, the I think thing, the, man, the thing he would, would not be in that system here. He would not be in that system at all here. Can you guard a point of attack though? No. Who cares? They're gonna though. score a million matter. points. What the fuck does that matter? matter? Yeah. You you hide him on the wing. Do not put him on the point guard. That's for Brian. Story. They just had Dragic and Tyler and made the finals. Who the fuck cares? I feel or, like or, I feel dude, like let... they could get him to play really good on defense though. I don't know. Let let I Jimmy mean, let let Jimmy let Jimmy guard whoever you need him to guard. Jimmy's not going to need to run the offense. Right, Look, he, I, he won't have to score. So like, I saw just... Gerald Green turn to a great NBA defender on this culture. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking true. Gerald Green was a competent defender. Honestly, like that's Spo's Hall of Fame resume. Pre hey, how hey. many guys has Spo turned into decent defenders? Can we go through oh, that? Oh my. Luke oh, Babbage, Jones, Mag- Magruder, Rodney oh, Magruder. Yeah. Who, who was? Oh, Carl White. Oh, Carl White for like for like three weeks was Chris Bosh Light. Yeah. Who yeah. was a known commodity and then improved their defense once they got here? Even uh, if they you're weren't gonna a laugh good at commodity. this. You're you're gonna laugh at this, Chris Bosh. Crowder. Oh yeah, no, that's not <laughs> that's that's true. I, that's I just mean, facts. I mean, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was not like an all defensive level center, right? Like I think no. anybody worth their salt in basketball analysis will tell you like the way he improved on defense here one of the best pick and roll big defenders in the league during his time uh absolutely incredible lebron too by the way i mean lebron I was, was not say, lebron yeah. has not played defense like he did here since I, this year he had a really good defensive year i can't cannot knock him but i mean he played some of the best defenses ever played in his life here in miami arguably the best i mean on both ends uh i mean Dwayne. i mean i, I always I, i've said this a lot on the pod you know the way that spolster used guards as weak side help defenders you know particularly Dwayne and the athleticism <laughs> as shot blocking rim defenders it allowed a lot of flexibility to get out in passing lanes to get out on shooters right you kind of keep your bigs in the middle to contest shots and if they get beat you have another guy that you can trust you know to to, to contest at the rim and that's partly why Dwayne has a lot of blocks right because he's very capable and 
he was put in a system in which he was trusted to do that. So, I mean, suppose incredible. I mean, I think if Harden's just whatever defender, it, it just doesn't matter. They're going to. Willie Reed. Doesn't. Shout out to Willie Reed. <laughs> Willie Reed. Hassan. Yeah, Hassan definitely became a good defender here. Um, someone's saying, wouldn't have to worry about defending a point guard because Jimmy and Harden would have them in foul trouble all game long. Oh, I mean, that's true. They they won't. You know what I mean? So. Oh my God, they would lead. They would maybe be the best free throw rate team all time between Jimmy Harden. I guess you could. How long are they currently right now? Like two <laughs> and a half hours. hours. It'll be like three and a half. Hours I mean, well, they're gonna be blowing teams out by like thirty points, so it won't matter. Actually, you know, it's gonna be. I'm out. I'm out on Harden. Never mind. I I changed my mind. If the game. Oh, because you be have to be long. at the arena till late. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. that's a go Uber out. after the game. Like, no, man. Never mind. And, and I you mean, have to Harden edit the a... podcast after. Yeah, it's tough. For I you. have to it's edit, just... and I bet, like, I, I I bet Harden is one of those superstars that you know takes like an hour long shower after the game yeah, before yeah, he yeah, does yeah. media, like Kawhi. So yeah, I'm out. Wait, Kawhi takes a long shower? Why? Kawhi takes the longest showers. The longest. I've heard of I've heard Ibaka takes forever to get ready. So it's like he's impossible to get to. You got to wait like an hour and a half. That's Kawhi, man. That's Kawhi. You wait an hour for Kawhi. Listen, I'm going to give Chad a little nugget. So I'll never forget I was covering Heat Raptors and I was in the uh, press conference room waiting for Spo to come out. And uh, everyone in the media room was just kind of rooting for results based off of scheduling. It's just, just great because that's what it is in the media. You want to be with your kids, right? You're just like, oh, you know this. And like they're talking about like this. Like that's you. You know you root you root for you when you're in the media. A lot of there's a lot of me talk in the media rooms. Yeah. I Look at Alex. Alex is pointing case. Alex is indoctrinized to the to the system. Alex is like, what about me? Why does how does this affect me? Yeah, this is not even going to affect me at all because we're not going to be. I'm I'm not going to be allowed at a game for like a year. Yeah, until 2026. It's got nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> uh no and the, you know it's on the like when people wanted the nba schedule to be uh like you know nba twitter is like oh you know december to october or whatever i don't know like the whatever the schedule and nba writers are like whoa, whoa, whoa i want the summers with my kids what are you talking about why, why are you doing this to me always thought that was a funny angle so um, when we get to the mailbag i wanted to get yeah. to it soon i kind of wanted to close out some of the some of the hardened stuff and the Giannis stuff like you know I don't even know. I mean, I think if Harden becomes available, you know, let's say if Miami after the draft, could, if Miami could get Harden by getting rid of Hero, say Duncan Robinson, none, and then it's your for to match salaries, you have to give up Iggy and Kelly. I don't think Miami's but, gonna but, have enough, but they could bring back Dragic with his bird rights. And then maybe by chance, if if whoever whoever, whoever the power forwards, your, whoever the power forwards, Ibaka, Gallo, or Millsap will come here for the mid level, is that team going to the finals? And will they win? So I think, so. I think they would. I, I thought you was an answer the question. <laughs> well, go no, dude, go. Wait, can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? So yeah, I wanted you to repeat. I was looking at Harden's contract. So so the trade would be because to make the money work, it's really going to take. Kelly to opt in. Kelly in his thirteen or fourteen million dollar contract to opt in. You're gonna have to trade Iggy in his fifteen million dollar contract. Then you would have to include Hero as an asset, probably Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Nunn most likely. That be the yeah. trade for picks. Maybe you do it. You do for the Harden, trade for Harden. <laughs> yeah, for Harden, and keep then you the can pick. bring back. You can still bring back Dragic with his bird rights. That scenario, you keep number twenty. You probably bring back Crowder too, actually. I'm thinking about it. 
So you can probably bring back I mean, those. You can bring back two of your starting starting group, add Harden to the group. You have an MLE and the and, and you still have an MLE that you can use a full mid level that you can use and a biannual. Are the yeah. Rockets the, are, are the Rockets doing that? I don't think the Rockets are giving no. up Harden if it if it doesn't include Hero. Like I I think I I think that's it, it's got to be Hero included. Oh, it has to be Tyler. Has Tyler to be. has to be the centerpiece of that trade. 100%. Yeah. So the thing I'll say about Houston is so Harden has a forty-seven million dollar player option in twenty twenty-two. <clears throat> I imagine he's gonna. I'm, I imagine he'll take that. Yeah, I mean he'll be thirty-three then, so he's not, not gonna be super old. Yeah, but I mean with the cap shrinking, I think you're gonna take your forty-seven million dollars guarantee. Oh yeah, for sure. No, he will. He and kind of ride with that, right? So the Rockets have time to decide whether to move him or not. I mean they're still really into this, and they still have time to retool. I mean Westbrook. I don't think that the choice will have to be made for Miami in which they have to pick one or the other because Giannis will certainly happen first or they will happen at the same time. It will be in the summer of next season. Wait, and at that point, so? Miami's I'm saying at, at the earliest, I think then that Harden will become available will be then. I mean, if I he is going to be available this year. No, I think you're off there. I, you I mean, I, I, you think Harden's on the table earlier? So yes. yeah, I mean, uh, before my thinking was they're going to go into it with another year of you know Harden and Russ. They're, they're not going to abandon it after one year. These guys have been best friends since they were kids or whatever. Uh, but no, I mean, listen from the reports, it sounds like if Westbrook is out, it's Harden watch. That's the, that's that's the mentality I'm in right now. Like, what is he going to stay there for? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, but but I'm Maury's saying from out, Houston's Antony's out. No, I, I mean, so, I'm like, just saying, if you're I think Harden that depends and on you say, but you if Harden says I want out. Right. What if you're the Rockets? Okay, we'll find a place to send you, but you know we're gonna take the best deal because you're under contract until 2023. Because you're gonna take your 47 million dollar option, right? And you could threaten it all you want, but I mean, let's be real, right? So Houston is in the driver's seat of what they're gonna take. Now, obviously, superstars can drive their way to what they want, and as we've seen with the Lakers and with the Clippers, right? There, there are bounties to be paid for these kinds of supers and and. James Harden is better than Anthony Davis and Paul George, right? He's not, you know, he's about, he's about in Anthony Davis's class. They're, they're peers in terms of where they are in terms of stardom in the league, right? And he's we saw a, what that cost. He's a top five player. You know, he's, it's he's, every pick you have. It's every asset you have, maybe minus one, right? And that's the bounty it's going to take. Now, does Miami's, you know, but also Anthony Davis was a free agent, was going to be a free agent sooner. Right, Anthony Davis had more leverage in this situation. Harden doesn't has some, but doesn't have as much. So Houston will be able to field offers that if Miami doesn't give empty the tank, they might get outbid. Yeah, but yeah, that's all fair. Yeah, but what I'm but but the thing is like I don't think that'll happen earlier than next. that's not gonna happen this 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 summer this off season. Yeah, I'm not as right? sure. I'm really not as sure. I, I, I don't I don't could. I don't think I think they're gonna try to run it. I think they're gonna see if they could they're gonna try to move Westbrook. They're gonna try to get some assets. They're gonna try to make the playoffs. Houston doesn't have like a lot of draft picks either. Houston I just don't I mean? see why Harden sticks around for that. Like Houston maybe, maybe he send, does this year. But I just don't, I, I don't think Westbrook is out for the Westbrook deal. out D'Antoni out like he's yeah, but what, there but Alex, what what does what does they can't tank. They don't have their picks. I don't think they. I don't think they try to move like, Westbrook. By the way, he could request. A I'm trade, not talking though. about tanking though. But I, okay, I, but like, so Westbrook wants out, right? That's that's really what I'm talking about here. I just don't really. I'm talking about Harden. He's gonna. Okay, Who? but I'm saying Westbrook is the X factor here because Harden doesn't become available in my eyes. I don't, you know, I don't have real information. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're that's saying. That's my read on it. That Westbrook is kind of the X factor as far as accelerating the Harden thing. Like I said, I agree with you. My thinking has been it really makes a lot of sense for them to run him back again. Let's add the context. Steven Silas, John Lucas, the two coaches 
the Harden and Russ wanted. Uh, I've been hearing, I mean, uh, you know, from actual reporters on, on podcasts and the athletics saying that those are the guys they wanted. And they, they were consulted and all of this. But again, like Harden is not answering texts to anybody, including the coaches that including the coaches that he just co-signed. Like it was it was known that he wanted Steven Silas and John Lucas and they got both of them. So I just think the whole thing just is shaky. Like there's something weird going on. And I don't know if he's going to want to say like I just think everything that has to do with Houston, all the stability has gone. And if Westbrook is gone, like I don't see Harden wanting to stay there unless but, they but, get like a Drew Harley or some type of comparable talent. But they can't. That, that's, that's the problem. Like Westbrook makes so much money and his stock is so down right now that they're not trading for anybody better than Westbrook, right? Like yeah. uh, they, they might get picks out of, out of it, but get Drew somehow. But that doesn't seem like a three-team deal. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't seem likely at all. Though. I think I think to unload Westbrook, you're gonna have to add some picks to it. Like, and they don't have anything. That's why I think as much as Westbrook wants out, he's stuck, man. Like like I'm Westbrook not, not Westbrook sure. needs to Westbrook needs to elevate his play, have a much better season uh in order to get traded i think like, there's gonna be a market for for him though i think no, he, gonna he be had a, a good season for i, I thought he, he had a really I, strong regular season man and, and like you Alex, said, there's he a lot of right teams in. yeah like i think he's make a, the playoffs. Type, yeah yeah 100 percent. i think that's that that matters to teams even though we make fun of being in the you know on the point that the heat have been for the last three years in the <laughs> you know I will say this. Seed. it matters to these teams they want to get it's there. gonna like, be a little different i think that's something we got to also factor in because you know a lot a lot of times we look at a team and their motivation to make the playoffs right and and that kind of informs some trade talks and values of stuff and blah 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 which is important for every team right because you need to know how to get the market you know because there's if there are fans it's not going to be 100 percent capacity for sure and uh the door price is a big reason why teams want to make the playoffs so let's also keep that in mind as well you know maybe maybe a team you know wants to make the playoffs but yeah you know it's a lot of this money. This the year to pay. take, by the way. You know, you're still going to get some of that TV revenue money, right? So you do get a cut of that, but it's not, you know, in, and if you have a, a limit of one fourth capacity, right, at your stadium, you're still getting, you're still getting some door fee, but it's not, it's not the same, right? When you sell out. And did you see that they're trying to do it for like the suites or whatever, so they can get real, yeah, yeah, yeah. and courtside, courtside, and courtside. <laughs> the courtside should not be allowed. Get out of here. Of course man. not. The league is ridiculous. The <laughs> Lakers ridiculous. aren't. The Lakers and the Clippers aren't allowing fans in there. You have an entire arena. Why do people need to be courtside? You have a whole twenty thousand seats. Why do they need to be right there? Like we just no saw how good it looked in the bubble when players had more space. And you just yeah. well, first thing you want to do is take it away. You I mean, could make NBA that argument. Rolling plexiglass. You, you could make that argument even when it wasn't COVID. Like why? Why oh, the fuck yeah, are there people sure. courtside? And oh, and, and why? Are, why the photographer sitting literally where the players land every every possession on the baseline? Like it doesn't. Shout out make to Oscar Baldazon. <laughs> right. All right, guys. That's right. Yeah, shout out to Oscar with the school of them. He's a co-host of Panther Sports Talk Live with uh, Solana, Alex, and I. So we're all FIU right. alumni here. And, and so now you alumni. Now subsequently a, a bird uh, watcher. Yeah. In Colorado. Yeah. In, yeah. Fascinating life. Yeah. Baldazon has lived. Photographer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So we got to get to our mailbag. So. Everybody that is stuck with us, we appreciate you. We love all the viewers in chat. You guys have been awesome. We're going to be doing these mailbags often. So if you if you tweet us using the hashtag MHBMail, we're going to answer all your questions live on air with whoever we have on the show today. So let's let's get started on some of these. We're going to have production next time. You know, I, I, we used to have production on the mailbags with music and everything. We're going to get the, we're going to get that back for for next month. We're going to have some, some more production. So we're excited. Uh, so we have Brian is the king on Twitter asks, how does KZ Akpala get minutes? Uh-huh. DJ has to leave. Honestly, still, still, that's a guy that if Derek isn't here, 
right? And, you know, I don't know if the Heat are going to have... Now, Derek's a young player, you know, who's going to want some years, right? I don't really think the Heat are going to be in position to offer Derek, you know, three or four years or whatever he's looking to. Three, you know, the Heat aren't really going to be in that kind of position to offer him that kind of deal. And, you know, if you read my, my article on MiamiHeatBeat.com, you know, I kind of outline their cap situation and what they have, right? So I don't really think that Derek fits into their cap structure as of now unless they move a guy, you know, and they kind of create some additional space. I just don't see where Derek's going to fit long-term. I'm sure that he wants to be here. I know that he does have Alex, you know, a friendship with Bam. And I know the organization likes him. That dude works really hard. I just, it's tough for me to see where he's going to fit in later. So I do think there's, for the there's grind. teams that are going to give him multi-year deals oh, and more money. Teams like, so. you know, young teams that want to run up and down the floor. Phoenix, Atlanta. Atlanta makes Not no Phoenix. Sense not phoenix oh that's right yeah he was in phoenix Whoop, never mind uh yeah but there's gonna be Atlanta, teams you know Chicago, orlando Charlotte, cleveland well you know detroit there's gonna you know, there's gonna be a lot of teams that, that are gonna be interested in a guy like him so yeah. i think without Derek, you know and if casey's kind of ready you know i think miami's gonna have to kind of throw him out to see what they have i mean this you know duncan took the leap in year two right after not playing basically at all right so casey's kind of falling in a similar mold i know casey had the injury stuff they value him really. They think a lot of him in the organization internally. We've heard. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, even if they get a guy like Gallinari or Millsap or Wes Matthews in free agency or whatever, I do think that this, you know, for the grind of 72 games, you know, they're going to they're gonna see what they have in KZ Okpala and they're going to be able to make a decision on him. Why are you laughing, Solana? I, well, I just love that. I was just thinking about during the finals, people were literally calling for kz to play like at me, the, the, at the, me. this mystique this mystique around kz and by the way i love it like I'm, is I'm that us in. did we do that i i think so i i think so because we have pull here we made justice better a thing now we're making free <laughs> kz a thing let's go kz didn't play basically at all this entire season we didn't see him in the bubble at all but people literally were calling for him to play minutes in the nba finals your team gets right. to the nba finals without him and people were so invested into this mystique about KZ, free KZ, yeah. that we're calling from in the NBA Finals. I just think he Twitter is is like Love no Twitter, other man. like no other fan base. Like we're we're out of our fucking minds. <laughs> like calling guy, for KZ. He's got how he dare like that chat one game in Sacramento, dude. He, had, he played the two. Now we'll live on that for forever. And got a this steal. Is... Like this guy, <laughs> he's Giannis. <laughs> That said, so chats, listen, not, not, I don't want to really go back to the Harden conversation, but chat, how dare you, CCK Ryan, how dare you compare James Harden to Deion Waiters? They're not the same. Yeah, Deion's better. How dare you? Huh? How dare you, chat? Yeah, at least Deion uh, has a ring. Kiva at Bit Bisexual asks, with the success of Big Face Coffee, what heat player do you think is most likely to express an entrepreneurship streak? And what would their business be? Uh, Big Face Coffee may launch, you know, uh, I mean, it's for sure Andre, Andre and Group of Economics. Andre's going to launch some sort of stock trader. Andre buys in on like low key tech businesses already on their way up. Yeah, Andre, listen, Andre, uh, Udonis is in the subway business. You know, Kiva, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurship on this heat team. Udonis has subways and Einstein's bagels everywhere in Miami. Isn't Udonis oh, like a donuts too, right? Yeah. Is yeah. a couple of Dunkin' Donuts. Look at you. He has Mogul. Einstein's bagels. I, I was there for that. Mogul. Does he have his own burger at the um, that that place, the burger place, the Miami Subs? Doesn't he have no, a I, Miami I, Sub steak as well? Then they have the, the, the restaurant the Dwayne, with Dwayne. The, the one where you met. Where yes, you saw 800, Dwayne. Degrees, 800, 800 degrees. 800 degrees. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I so. would like to see Goron as the entrepreneur. I, 
No, Goron like Goran, opening businesses in Miami. Doesn't Goron have like a hat line or something? Like his own logo that Jimmy Butler wears all the time in the locker room? Yeah, chat saying that Goron's going to mass produce hats. The sure? dragon, the dragon hat. The dragon Honestly, hat, the that shit was kind of fresh. Maybe it's because Jimmy Butler was wearing it, but I, I think I'd buy it. Um, Jimmy's going to be the brand ambassador. Icon. Icon. <laughs> That's a so, cat. Uh, Alfonso Hoops asks, you know, our own Jack Alfonso trash tweeter asks, uh, now that I'm doing locked on episodes, how long before you declare bankruptcy? Hashtag MHB mail. <laughs> Listen, uh, over there at the Deuces Podcast Network, they have gone bankrupt several times and they've had several embezzling scandals. That is not us. We are not the Deuces Podcast Network. We stand firm. We stand strong. We are a we are a solid business that we are honest. We pay our taxes. So you know, make nearly you. as much money as them. I mean, we don't make as much. I mean, they're they're clearly embezzling money. There's some funny business going on over there at the Deuces. I don't know about Lockdown. I don't know what David Ramil's doing. You're gonna stick the IRS on, on, yeah. on, uh, on the Deuces. Jack is also not, that Jack also does not work for Lockdown. This is an elaborate bit. Um, Karmic Bead asks. Uh, who realistically is this? Is the ideal starting point guard for the Heat next season? Can it be a guy already in the roster, or can they get a guy in free agency or trade? Harden. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a bit it's hard. Jimmy. Jimmy's the point guard. Harden's the shooting guard. So to kind of revisit anyone what but we talk- Kendrick Nunn, please. So wow. I, I think that it's if they keep Nunn on the roster, and if they keep Nunn and Goran, I'm pretty sure Nunn is going to be the starter. I think that they like Goran off the bench, and in the playoffs they can change it. I think for just the run of the seventy-two games, I think preserving Goran is important. I think that so you, you think need to it's take care of his Goran? body. I mean, especially Goran coming off an injury, I don't think he's going to start right away. And he won't be ready. He probably won't be ready by December twenty-second. So are forgetting. Yeah, that, I haven't even thought about that angle, Alex. I mean, the injury was not that long ago, so. No, like no. he, I, I, and and why, why rush him back? Like the Heat are going to make the playoffs regardless, right? Like they, they don't need Goran to make the playoffs or to, for a playoff push early on in the season. So I, would I mean, like to why, see why bring him resting a lot? Uh, re- really quickly, by the way, I know we keep throwing Iggy into. I, I wanted to say this earlier. I know we keep throwing Iggy into trade, um, uh, trade talks, and yeah, expiring contract. I think this. I think Spo specifically, but. You know the front office really values what Iguodala brings, like like truly. And and I get, I totally get why we're throwing sure him in all do. these trade conversations, but I I don't think I don't think they trade Iguodala. I don't think like so I I just, oh, yeah, I, I just I, don't. I disagree. He was brought in for two reasons. He was brought in one to patch up their weird defensive issues, and number two to trade him, <laughs> and for salary cap purposes because he's gonna. He also has a team option, which is a sneaky good thing to have if you're a team that wants to roll over cap space. Right, so you know, let's say you're you're not really players in 21, so you want to roll over that cast. I mean, this this tons you can do with with Andre, right? Or if a team just needs but that's him, the right? thing, you 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 nailed it. It's the, it's about the options. I don't think it's about wanting to trade him. I think trading him is it's a an team option. option. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the thing with Andre, you nailed it, is that you have options of what you can do with him depending yeah. on what you want to do in free agency. More so than okay, it's because you want to trade him. I think you could trade him if an opportunity becomes available. I don't think they want to trade him. I'm with. Solani here, like I think they look at him. As... I think if it's something good, they'll trade for him. I don't think they're just yeah, gonna I mean, trade him. Oh no, no, for sure, for sure, because they need him at salaries. So a... let's. Yeah. They have a trade yeah. exception that Brian. Does it expire in November? The seven point five million dollar trade exception. Pretty sure it expires in November thirtieth. Whenever I have put on the story. Oh, actually, it might be. It might be in February. It actually might be in February. It's pretty oh, sure I they have, have a. I have it. They here. have a. They have a $7.5 million trade exception. They have Kelly Olenek's $12.5 million contract, and then they have Andre's $50 million contract. You know, that's that's kind of how you get to $30 million. Right? That's how you get in the range of a star. 
right? The stars with those big contracts. That's how you get in the game with those kinds of contracts. So the Andre contract is just valuable because it's a good mid-sized contract and it's an, it's an easy contract for a team to offload. So if you, let's say you're Houston, for example, right? And you trade for James Harden, right? Whatever. And you give them Andre and stuff, right? Andre Kelly and stuff, right? So now Houston, you know, they have a contract of Andre that they can either trade for something because it's an asset, right? You have a, a player on a team option with $50 million expiring. That's that's valuable. So you can flip Andre for stuff, right? If you're a team that takes them. So that, that's kind of valuable. But to answer Karmic Beat's question, I'm pretty sure it's going to be none unless there's some extreme shakeup and they make some trade that we don't know about. Um, did you forget about Tyler Hero? I think it's going to be him, man. I, I, I think, especially off of what kind of Leif and Ethan, I think I've heard, I think they expect him to be on the fast track to be starting. Ooh, I forgot about him. This season. Starting and, point guard? So you're saying, because so there's another the angle. Guard, I don't know who's technically the point guard. I don't know if it's There's Jimmy another angle to this. That's, Duncan's that's cap hold. If Duncan doesn't start X amount of games, the cap holds different. Now I'm not going to accuse the Heat of fudging it's the numbers. It's not just the X amount of games; it's also minutes. It's that's also minutes, and he's, it's minutes. he's well on his way. He's well on his okay, way. So, so I'm just you know it's just an angle. You know we love we love uh. Unless better, you want Duncan to play like 10 to 15 minutes a game, which isn't happening, then yeah, he's gonna get his. Okay, never mind. So uh, that's out the window. But <laughs> you're just adding an extra 1.5 million to his cap hold. It's not that big of a deal. Ah, it's not a big deal. Ah, you never know. But still, you stretch. You have to stretch Ryan Anderson. So. Every every penny like, counts. Kendrick Nunn is probably the one that they could probably get away with having a lower cap hold. Remember when they, all of us uh, sat next to Ryan Anderson at a at a restaurant in Winwood at the table oh, next yes. to him? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, KYU. What? Not we cute. were in KYU and he was sitting behind us, and it was uh it was during a game that he didn't make a road trip for quote unquote personal reasons. That's right. The Heat were playing, weren't they? What yeah, the Heat, were, the, Heat, the Heat were on a road trip on the West Coast, and he didn't travel for personal reasons. And then we were sitting, and then I think it was – I think it might have been Kristen, and he goes, personal reasons is sitting behind us. Who's uh, Who was he with, and what did he order? I was. I, we, weren't, we weren't watching like that. I mean, we're just trying oh. to have a nice dinner at KYU. I mean, come he, he on. Was with, come on. He was with look him. at his plate. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, what's – I, I was once in the locker room with Ryan Anderson post game, and Ryan Anderson was eating cheese cubes. And I asked him, "What are you having?" And he said, "This is cheddar." So that's the this uh, is cheddar. Uh, I just okay. That. okay, that okay. was a crab. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't ask what brand. Uh, at nonchalant John asks, "If we strike out on Gallo, Ibaka, and other big free agents, should we go after a young player like Harry Giles or Melton that meet our floor needs, but we can improve our reliable veterans?" So Nikias is pretty big on Melton, right? Yeah, Nikai, not, not as high as he is on Gary Payton in the second, though, who we call oh, the yeah, best Nikai's point Gary of attack Payton, defender yeah. in the league. <laughs> I think if I, they strike out on those veterans, I think they're going to try to get other veterans. To, frankly, I think they should go after one of those cheaper young guys if they can, anyways. Like I think, like uh, like I said, Gary Payton uh, uh, the second, if they can try to go after Javon Carter, like I, Melton is a good name, but he might be a little bit more expensive. Uh, but like if you can get a Javon if Carter, Gary Payton names, in the second for like a biannual four million dollar exception, I'm good with that. Those guys are, can can guard guards, develop them. I'm good with that for sure. But I mean, so, it depends. Uh, we got to talk about this because the the draft comes before for agency. I guess. Which, uh, by the way, guys, we're doing a draft podcast tomorrow. We're doing back to back pods. So we're going to go a whole breakdown of the draft and everything. We're going to have a draft expert on. So make sure to tune in tomorrow. It's not going to be live, but we're just going to post a pod to our feed. So check that out. Um, Nonchalant John had a second question. Uh, should we look at stealing Devin Robinson from Toronto as a developmental project? They have enough six eight to six ten positional guys that they can afford to lose one. Okay, that's a that's a, that's a me question. 
Um, I don't think so. I don't really think Miami has the time to start developing guys like that. I don't really think Toronto would part with him as well. I mean, I, I do, you know, that's a guy that they're going to want to flip for stuff, right? So they're, you know, especially now with the Terrence Ross situation, you know, with the domestic violence, you know, Terrence you imagine Ross. that. Uh, did I just call him Terrence Ross? Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Terrence Ross. Terrence Davis. Woof. I'm sorry, Terrence Ross. You did not do anything wrong. Uh, Terrence Davis and the domestic violence issue. So, I mean, we, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. I haven't seen anything announced about that yet. But you know, you kind of. You know, I, I'm sure that there'll be consequences in the organization. Maybe they'll cut him. You know, we're not sure yet. But you know, I think they're going to want to keep their young assets as long as they can. So I don't really think that's a realistic thing that's going to happen. Uh, Brian M, our producer, asks: A lot has been made about getting these guards, such as Depot or Drew. If we were to get one of these all-star type guards without giving up Hero or Duncan, will this slow down their either their growth? How would you work the minutes? Uh, I think that would help them. I think Duncan and, and Hero playing off a guy like Depot or Drew, I think that helps. I mean, especially because they're good spot-up shooters and they're good without the ball. And I think that, you know, when guys sit, you know, Tyler's going to get on-ball reps as a, as a trigger man. I think I think in the long run, I don't think you want Tyler running a lot of your pick and roll. I just think genuinely, you know, unless you're really quick like Kemba Walker, small guys just tend to not be those kinds of players. I think it's good to have it in his bag. Right, like you know, if you have a, a spread floor, you know you can attack a closeout, you can attack some switches. But for the most part, I think you want kind of Tyler to play on the perimeter, kind of shoot, you know, work those angles, work those pull-ups. Right, not really, you know, create downhill super, super consistently. So if he's getting reps against second units, right, as a second option, I think that that's really good for his development. Actually, yeah, I don't know if anybody agrees. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. That's why I'm good with him starting, man. Like I think he's ready for that. I think he showed that in the playoffs. And I'm not against them starting, by the way. Like I've said before, I think that's the best role for him as far as maximizing Kendrick Nunn. Like I think he kind of needs to be in the starting lineups in order for him to, to look good. I'm still, you know, I'm still skeptical on, on not more than his fit with Gore and just how he looks not playing with Jimmy and Bam and, and, and Duncan and the looks that those guys end up setting him up with. So I think, like, he looks a lot better in the starting lineup than off the bench, but I, I would still probably lean towards uh, starting hero just for the developmental aspect. Like you talked about, I think he, he's already showing those stuff, those skills that you, that you want him to have. Like if, if you're talking about an all-star trajectory, he showed it in his first season. So I think, uh, you know, he's a, he's an accelerated prospect, accelerate his timeline and start him because he's, a, he's skilled right now. He's advanced right now. He's making reads right now. Like I think he's worth starting at this point. So Frankie G, our own 2K coach, asks, how mad would Johnny be if Tyler Johnson came back for the minimum? I would actually love it. I think Tyler Johnson would fit awesome. I think he's a point of attack defender oh they God. need. He has great hands. Yes. He'd have a lot of really good passers. Guy can spot up shoot. That guy can defend. That guy can run the floor. Honestly, I'm fucking here for Tyler Johnson coming back. Now, would he come back? Probably not. Would the organization want him back? Probably not. Why? Would I be happy? I huh? As far as as far as I know, him and the organization left it in fine terms. Like he, he oh, then let's go cool with a lot of players. Listen, I, mean, I would. I, I think he's a great right? fit. <laughs> I mean, but he, if he's gonna sign the minimum, I think he makes way more sense in LA. It, it would have been a lot more reliable uh, to happen. James Johnson was still here. It's like it was like his best friend. Like they were legit. Like really, really close. But, uh, the Johnson and Johnson thing. The Johnson and Johnson thing was like a, a like real a, thing? a legit, like a legit marketing strategy by the Heat. Like they, but it they worked. Really, like yeah. they actually became like super close. Supposedly, I, I I read about that somewhere. I heard about it that that they're like super close. They one like 
they watch each other's kids or something like that. Like, I don't remember what it was, man. But that, that, that was a weird dynamic that uh, Heat Culture first. So Fate Steel Tay asks, what's the play so that the Heat can get Giannis? Listen, Tay. The, what's, the play is you take the cap space and you sign him, especially with all the rumors. I mean, they, they the Heat have done a really good job of kind of creating the space, right? Wait, who's Meth Curry? What? Who is the chat accusing being called Meth Curry? Is that Tyler? <laughs> you guys are mean. It's just chat. Get, get out of here. That's not nice. That's so good. What does that mean? That's bad. No. That's, that's mean. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Um, the Heat have done a good job of creating the cap space for Giannis. Everything's pretty much set as long as he, you know, they're going to have the money and then they're going to have the guys already set around him. Uh, Brian could probably comment more to the cap situation. Brian, we can't hear you. You're muted. That's a, that's an Alex thing to pull. That's a professional screw-up thing to pull. My mic also went out, too. Um, okay. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Assuming, yeah. Um, so, based on Albert's latest timeline from the last few days, because the um, NBA finally gave out, like, the salary cap for this year's, this season, but also projections for the next few seasons. So, at the minimum, the cap's going to go up, I think they said, by 2 to 3%, and by most, like, 10%. So at the minimum, the Heat will have enough for a max contract only on the condition that they don't extend Bam this offseason. Yeah, that's the big trigger. But also Bam and and, uh, and Giannis have the same agent. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I mean, we've seen how sometimes, you know, agents don't always work, you know, Let's remember Henry Thomas with the Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade situation where, you know, Chris Bosh got his max deal and then that left no money for Dwayne. And that was a problem in the organization and with Dwayne and with, with Chris, you know, Henry did right by Chris Bosh and, you know, it didn't leave money for Dwayne. So it's, you know, agents, it's tough for an agent to balance, you know, two clients, especially if they want to be in the same place. I think that there's, there's obviously stuff to look into, you know, if certain moves are done because of the same agent, but I don't think it's the or end all be all. Oh. Here's the yeah, here's a tweet. Done. Here's a tweet. So the 2020 the 2021-22 salary cap will be between 112.4 million and 120 million. The Heat will be able to keep its core created Giannis size max salary slot and potentially have cap room left over at 112.4 million anywhere from 0 to 10 0 to 9 million or if the cap is at 120 million anywhere from 6 million to 14 million based on those assumptions. So that would lead me to believe that they could use their mid-level this year and possibly extend it out for a few seasons. Yeah, Leif has also actually mentioned that as well, that if, you know, we've all kind of been talking about 2021 and the cap and all that, but if they really wanted to, like, if they felt like they had to give out, you know, a second or third year on the mid-level, if they could. They felt like, you know, they, they can do that and, and still find a way to create cap room just because of the multiple avenues that they have. And I feel like that might not necessarily be a problem because even if you, you let a guy like Ibaka walk to the Lakers or the Nets or another team that's offering him multi-year deals, it seems like the Heat might not need to do that to be able to not have one of these veteran big guys that we've been talking about. It seems like, you know, some guys are actually really interested in our, in, in the Heat already. Yep. Chat's saying that they want to see what they can get from Denver for Andre. I don't really think that Andre really fills a need for them. I mean, they're getting any more shooting. I don't really think they can afford no, I think they can use the wing, the wing defender for sure. They can use the wing defender, back. but... 
I think you kind of hope that Gary Harris is better than Andre next year. I mean, Andre's going to be, what, 37 <laughs> years old? Yeah. Bobo you know I mean? like, or, 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 or no trade. You have you have Michael Porter Jr. that you kind of, you know, Michael Porter, as bad as a defender as he is, you kind of hope he figures it out. I mean, they should sell high build. on Porter Jr., by the way. I've been wanting to say that. Oh, I'm out on that. No, they value him so much. That guy could I'm be surprised a you're, I'm surprised you're not with me here. Like, I think he could be a really, really good offensive player. He obviously I think showed he that. But I just, just the red flags with him, you know. There's, the, a, there's a lot of red flags. The there's a lot of red flags. Where do you start? Where, 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 which, what's the first flag you want to bring Remember up? Remember when he leaked first oh, of all, the, like the, so long ago, Adam Silver's phone number by accident? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God, that? that's right. Oh my God. That was the he, first listen, red flag. Then, then the COVID truther. I mean, look, there's the fact <laughs> attitude, that he has the all the injuries. The Porter, the, the Porter family, by the way, like all of those have had like crazy injury problems, by the way. Another red flag. The, the, flag, the red flag that he doesn't play defense. Like I just think, and yes, he's got great size that he could be a, a, an okay defender with more time in the league. But I'm looking at him like, if he can get you a star, if you're the Nuggets, an organization like that, Trade that man. Didn't Trade he also, that man. Didn't he kind of rip his teammates as well? Uh, yes. In, in like yes. a post game, a post game uh, Zoom conference or whatever. No, yeah, the no. There are so many red flags with Mike this Malone. Kid. He's just so cheap and under team control for a long time. I mean, it's like if he develops into something, you can get Bradley Beal for him. Woo! Oh, that that changes the conversation. I mean, you get Beal, you know, all bets are off. But Nuggets beat. Nuggets beat. Um. <laughs> Can we talk about the, the, my idea of Westbrook to the Bucks so he could uh, get Giannis to come over here quicker? Oh, yeah. No, that'd be great. I thought that was a great tweet by you. I mean, Westbrook's going to – I mean, you thought Eric I – mean, but he already went through the Eric Bledsoe experience. What do you mean? It can't get worse than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. It's still an upgrade. I mean, it's, it's an upgrade. Sure. Okay, it, it it's an how upgrade the Bucks, offense. How do the Bucks get Westbrook, though? Like, what, what, what do they have to do? You flip Bledsoe, you have pick equity, you know. I mean, as long as Bledsoe, Houston gets off that contract. one pick. Yeah, they have stuff that to give to Houston, right? You know. If Ilya the Thunder can nab DiVincenzo in a pick, I think that might be enough. <laughs> you know, whatever. I think if you, DiVincenzo, Ilyasova's expiring contract, Bledsoe. Uh, all right, we have, we have a couple more questions, and, 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 and we're going to get out of your hair. So, Football is Anime Podcast asks... Why is Johnny such a basketball hipster? P.S. Magic Johnson or Dragic in today's NBA? <laughs> Glad you asked. Um, listen, I've been accused Magic of being a basketball shoot, Johnny. Huh? Magic I've been accused of being shoot. a basketball hipster uh, a lot uh, in the last couple weeks. Alex and uh, Evan Cohen of uh, ESPN West Palm uh, have accused me of being such, and I probably am a basketball hipster. I think we're right about a lot of stuff. Maybe sometimes you know we care too much about three and D guys that can't dribble, but you know what I mean. Uh, maybe we know we're not big, you know, Allen Iverson fans. You know, it, it is what it is. Maybe you know we think Paul Billsap is like more impactful than Allen Iverson. We're probably wrong, right? We we have bad him. takes. Yeah, you know, uh, that's that's just that's the that's the price we pay for being basketball hipsters. Is it fun? Absolutely. Are we ridiculous? Totally. Are we kind of right? You know, we're all like we're all like a little bit like Daryl Morey. It's why the media really really capes for Daryl Morey. Daryl's one of us, right? Like Daryl Daryl took what we thought to like the extreme, right? But it doesn't work. So it's like, you know, it, it, it kind of works, but it doesn't really work. You know what I mean? So I'm a proud basketball hipster. Uh, I don't know why I'm like this. Um, about it, like, like Nikias is a basketball hipster, but he's like smart about it. You know what I mean? Answer the question though. Magic Johnson or Goran Dragic in today's NBA? I think obviously I'm going Magic, but I do think that like Magic in today's NBA would not be as dominant. And oh, don't say God. that. Wait a second. I, you I'm took not, the bait, and now here we go. He's not gonna be 
Like he's obviously going to be he a Hall of Fame a talent player all time. Magic Johnson's great. If he played in today's NBA, probably not. If he, he had doesn't a play defense, and he can't NBA, shoot. Doesn't play defense, doesn't and can't play shoot. Defense? Magic. Really? I, mean, I mean, look, man. When in, in back in my day, watching. <laughs> okay, I'm done. How many point guards? Game. How many point guards that can't shoot are like like you know? He'll be like you know a facsimile of point guard. Well, so is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, Magic Johnson is everything Ben Simmons is to basketball hipsters like you. Like I know, but I don't like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons does have a movie theater. You really said that Magic Johnson. <laughs> that would have been the way ben to end Simmons. the show. <laughs> yeah, end the show now. No, we have a couple more questions. I need to oh, get to everybody's questions. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. No, hold on. We have three more. Let's go. <laughs> At Squanch underscore. Brian, you're the fucking worst. I hate you. We're here for the fans. He's all uh, the depot. <laughs> yeah, Brian's all the depot. You suck. Brian just wants to play PS5. We're an hour trying to get the audio to work. Well, you know, we're here now. At Squanch to underscore me asks, what characters? I'm not going to. What characters do you think Smash starters uh, main and Smash? He starters main and Smash. Uh, the only, they're not they're not cool enough to play Smash. They're all old and veterans, except for Tyler and Duncan. I don't think yeah, Duncan they plays. They traded Smash. all the guys who play Smash. Yeah, they played all. Like, Hassan <laughs> used uh, Josh Richardson used Bowser. We have that. Hassan on is a Kirby he, guy for sure, right? Hassan's a Kirby guy for sure, for sure. <laughs> Gorn and Jimmy don't Kirby. play. I think Tyler's too cool for video games. That Tyler sucks because like, I'm a, I'm a Kirby guy, so that's that sucks to hear. Ooh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I know. Which, by the way, chat. I think we're gonna do some Smash <laughs> and Mario Kart streams here on the Heapy Twitch account. So. Okay. Uh, Say bib two K. I don't have two K, so I don't know. You can stream that. But if we can figure that out, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find some ways to stream some games here, so you can kind of get in, or maybe we'll even do like kind of a game nights with some of our listeners. So if you all want to play Smash or two K or Mario Kart or whatever with us, you know, you can hop in. Uh, I'm gonna kind of shameless plug me. You know, I, if you go to Twitch.tv/slash you know, was 103. You know, I'm playing Fire Emblem every Monday. I'm going through the Crimson Flower route on maddening mode. So you can kind of you know hang out with me, have a drink, you know, watch me play Fire Emblem. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I'm not gonna lie. So you check that out couple more yeah we could do jackbox we could do a couple we could chat you know we, we'll do whatever you want you tweet us some suggestions and we'll we'll try to work that out uh, at jack at jack uts one of my favorite youtubers shout out to under the scope why do you hate backup bigs so much i don't hate backup i don't hate backup bigs i don't hate backup bigs. Burner. Yes. <laughs> your burner is my favorite youtuber uh i don't I just don't think that that's what the Heat need. I don't think that he should be using a $10 million mid-level exception for backup big when they could use it on a starter. All right, man. So let's, let me, let's just ask it right away then. What if they use that on, you know, I'm just going to throw out a name here, Paul Millsap. What, what would you take? I'm, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. But he's not so, a backup big. He starts. Oh, so you're just talking about like a Tristan Thompson type or an Aaron Yeah, Baines. that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Thompson Baines. Like I wouldn't want to commit a lot of money to that, right? You wouldn't have so to, though. I mean, I, I don't think Thompson's realistic. I think he's he's going to LA. But if you Baines, get Thompson you for commit. the biannual, yeah, I'm in on that. You can get Baines for the biannual. Uh, I'm in on can that. You? 100% in on that. I don't know. I, I think love he it. might be mid level, mid level market. Mid-level? No, I, no, I would love to get him for the biannual. I'm, I'm all in on Baines. Even if they get Millsap. <laughs> our last question comes from our very own Alex M. Solana. When will the Heat give Mario Chalmers another run? Brian and I did some sort of media event watching a playoff game with Mario Chalmers via some sort of Zoom call with some company. Mario was asked several times about returning to the Heat. I think Mario's in on coming back. Now, whether the Heat are in on... I mean, Beasley got like five stints. Yeah, if Beasley can get him, so can Chalmers. And if Beasley can get in, so can Chalmers. You know, that's all I'm saying here. 
I think that he owed it to him. I mean, I think that they, he owed just he he saved Gerald Green's life. He did. <laughs> he did. Every he time won, I drive by the Marquis building, I think of that. He won you two championships. <laughs> oh wow, really? That's a hoity-toity prom. I had mine at uh, what is it, Para Jungle on the beach. That's charter nice. So charter school. I, is it nice? I, I always felt like that's not nice. No, I went to a prom there. I, I I went to a prom there once. Oh, you went to a prom there. You've been to multiple proms. Yeah, it was actually on back-to-back nights. Go to multiple proms, Gianni. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. got a badass over here. That was the uh, Coral Reef prom, and then the very next night was my prom at the Mar- the Marriott on uh, like in Brickle. Oh. Oh, see, I feel like I got the short end of the stick here. <laughs> I had, it was not even like South Beach. Was your, Did your date, did you have a date that went to Coral Reef and you went to Coral Reef? Yeah. Oh. No, Brian, I, did, did I to, didn't go to Coral Reef. I didn't go to Coral Reef. No, your date went to Coral Reef. Yeah. So you did You did two proms. I brought yeah. a 21-year-old to prom. I felt pretty good. Whoa. Oh. That, that wow. increased my popularity, yeah. So Damn. when people found out that my date was, you know, okay. 21 and really hot, my reputation, my senior year, I I got boosted a lot. I you know I was always like medium popular. Yeah, I was like you know I knew people, but like I wasn't that like was, in that's like, like. Yeah, I was like I was like medium. I got it's kind of like my place on Heat Twitter. Like I'm medium, right? But then I became like Alf, right? Everybody suddenly started inviting <laughs> me to functions. Everybody wanted to kind of hang out with me because they knew I hung out with college kids. But I played volleyball with, with college people, so it really changed really changed wow. the trajectory of my of my senior year of my life. Wow, I mean, but, like, but was it for everybody in here with that one? But hold on a second. Your senior year of life prom is like three weeks before graduation. So I no, my, yeah, my prom yeah. was like a month or so before. Yeah. Okay. Like so the last month of your senior year. Yeah. Was, was that great. Was big. Best month. <laughs> well, I, I always loved the story. So like, I remember, so there was this girl that I really liked uh, in high school. Who was, right. So I had asked her out. She had said, yes, we were going to go out. And then like the day of, she like kind of stood me up. Which is whatever. That's fine. So then no, she it's not. and her boyfriend. I mean, Who what, does that? what it is. Yeah, oh, but she had me. a boyfriend? No, no. Does she event- I asked her out when we were in 10th grade, I think. Uh, and uh, more 11th- I don't then. remember. Yeah, 11th grade. It was 11th grade. And then in senior year, she's she and her boyfriend, her then not then boyfriend, were standing behind me um, while I was kind of, we were buying the prom ticket. So I had to say, okay, my, you know, when you buy a ticket for a day, you have to say like where the date, who the date is, like how old they are. And when I said 21, her boyfriend taps me on the shoulder and daps me up. And he goes, nice. <laughs> I'd have never met her boyfriend before. The only reaction. I, felt, I felt so powerful. I was like, yes. yes. I, uh, <laughs> I have a pretty good prom story. I, well, I, it wasn't my prom. The year after I graduated, Dwayne Wade went to my high school's prom. Oh. So you missed yeah. out. Yeah, I missed out. I missed out. And by the way, Karma Deed on the chat says uh at least you guys got a prom stupid pandemic that sucks man i'm sorry karmic bead 71 yeah we'll throw a heat like, prom we'll yes, throw, we'll we throw a stream prom we'll do something we'll put like a layover we'll we'll have prom for weird. everybody who couldn't have prom it'll be for you for brady hawk for all the kids that couldn't have prom that no seriously that sucks though man like i feel for you because prom i, I, really I remember do. prom i remember prom being so much fun did you go to grad uh, night uh universal yeah i did Oh wow! You had Grad Bash. I had Grad Bash. Pitbull. I think it was Pitbull or DJ oh, Pitbull Khaled. Always performs at Grad Bash. Yeah, I got I think, Jason Derulo. Oh no, no, we saw Pitbull. It was DJ Khaled was also supposed to perform, but his bus caught on fire on the way there, so he didn't make it. <laughs> his bus was only in date before only in date was a thing. <laughs> yeah, we did see DJ Khaled's bus caught on fire. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what the, that, that's that a was true story. No, he posted. He posted on IG. 
Yeah, oh, true. I was about to ask. Is oh, that some made-up excuse? <laughs> Brian, were, were you were you at the same uh, uh, grad uh, bash? I was at the same one. Oh, damn! Oh, you Kendall kids, man. I just realized. Let's go here in one high town. Are you guys the K-Town. same age? What year did you graduate, Brian? Twenty twelve. Must be. Yeah. 2012. Alex. Wow. Twenty eleven. Alex, what was it? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fourteen. You're 2014? Damn, bro. You're young. Damn. That's funny. Prom stories oh. on Heat Beat, baby. That's what we do. That's what uh, we're, we're in the middle of the offseason. Offseason talk. Everybody, I want to thank you all so much for staying with, with us Green. this whole time. Sorry, with Joe Green. We had it here. Um, I appreciate everybody for, for coming, for staying. We're going to be doing – we have a podcast tomorrow. We have a probably – maybe a podcast on Monday. We'll see. We're going to do the draft live. We're going to have a live podcast for the draft as we do every draft. So if you want our takes such as Epe Udo over Bam, if you want such <laughs> takes like Tyler Hero has Adelita Arms, if we you get the best it's draft true. coverage here. And by best, that means you will be able to clip us and make fun of us relentlessly. And on Twitch, it's a brand new easy way to clip us. So you're gonna wanna be here on draft night. We're gonna cover the whole lottery up to up up to pick twenty. Or maybe we'll start mid lottery and then go to pick twenty. We haven't decided yet. But but we will be here for the draft. We will bring you the coverage that you need that we've done here for a long time. Thank you everybody for joining. Uh stay tuned. Remember to join the Discord server. We're gonna put that link in the description of the podcast. You can check it on the Twitch page. Brian's waving because he is so done with tonight. We've been here forever. Y'all are the best and stay tuned for what we have to come.